0: I said all I had to say uh, in the release that we put out, um, we had a wonderful time as mayor of the city, we made some significant changes for the better, and are there any questions? What specifically that I do something to announce this today? Uh, I wanted to wait until we were sometime into late July, but I also wanted to make the announcement early enough so that we yeah, can, I can consider running for mayor and have adequate time to prepare. Was part of this decision to reaffirm to Wisconsin voters that you're committed to the governor's race? That's not the entire reason, but that is part of it. In your statement, you kind of mentioned your support for Rose Conway. Is that we're going to see an endorsement down the road, or? We may. Uh, I would be perfectly comfortable endorsing her. She has not asked for an endorsement. But when I look at the candidates uh, who've announced, I see her as clearly being head and shoulders. Far uh, superior in when did, you, when did you make up your mind you to I, I don't know a few months ago a few months ago? Is yeah are you do you feel like you just don't have anything more to offer or you, why, why I guess I've always felt that uh, between 6 and 8 years is the appropriate time in this office Or you been in at 22? well at one time at <laughs> one time And and I I have said before, after my first two tenures, uh, I think there's really great value in leaving office for a while and then returning, Uh, though I can assure you that there will not be uh, a third sequel. Can you talk a bit more about how this decision regarding... uh you know, running for re election as mayor was affected by your candidacy for governor. the it's just, it's, just, it's just one factor, but I can tell you this if I was not running for governor, this would still be the last term. Why? Because eight years in this office for one person is long enough. Um, there was uh, I, I might say. Um, some of the changes I anticipate will happen in 2019 uh, around here will, will be pretty exciting. Uh, Tension with the council, I think, uh, you know, could see growth perhaps over the past two years. Did that in any way influence or weigh, you know, on your decision not to run for the election? If anything, the change in direction of the council going into 2019 would have pointed the needle towards running What's your priority for the transition, in terms of passing on what you've done to the next mayor? That's to be determined when the election is is held and the next mayor is selected, and then we'll have the usual uh, period of time. If if I'm mayor at that time, did you set out to did you, did you accomplish what you set out to when you first ran for? I, I think a significant change has taken place in the areas where I where I wanted focus. Uh, we don't have the conclusive data, and in some instances we won't get it till the 2020 census. But Madison is in a different league now than it was in 2011. Well, can you just talk about that a little more? Well, for one thing, um, we've we've made enormous strides in terms of the economy becoming more inclusive we've made enormous strides in regards to progress in housing that i wanted to see moving from being a community focused on temporary shelter to one that is committed to permanent affordable housing solutions uh... we've made progress in regards to uh, the uh transportation system uh, to the point now where we can't get all the people on the buses who who want to ride Uh, I also see uh, a lot of progress in regards to how we're treating uh, violence as a public health issue and I'm very proud of the changes we've seen in the homicide rate where uh, we were on looking at really bad numbers in 2016 by August of 2017 we had set a new record and since the announcement almost a year ago of the uh, murder of the woman uh, in the the house her husband exploded uh, who had already been dead for some time That since that time uh, we've had Two homicides, only one of which involved a young African-American at both ends of the, of the gun. And I think there's a lot more to be done there, but I think we have figured it out on how to deal with it. And I, of course, would recommend people to look at the research of uh, Professor you know, Dave Kennedy at the John Jay School of Criminal Justice in New York and uh, Professor Philip Sharkey, uh, who's recently published a book about the importance of uh, the true community-based organizations in, in changing uh, economies and, and neighborhood uh, values. So you know, in those areas, you know, the only place where where we've seen major setbacks. Uh, are the two hundred bills that the legislature adopted uh, with Governor Walker's support uh, basically undermining local control and making life more challenging in our state? I mean it's it's absolute nonsense that when employers are setting a standard that they want public transit, bicycles and pedestrian access to their businesses, we saw our state legislature, we saw our governor sign a bill where we can no longer acquire right-of-way for sidewalks. I mean, this is insanity. Absolutely nuts. And, you know, there's other related issues um, where where we've got... uh, big, big problems in regards to the state's economy and the local economy, not the least of which has to do with the trade wars and what we're seeing happening to everybody from uh, milk producers to the uh, folks in the cheese industry and all the related food processors around here, and then all the rest of us who uh, are dependent upon them. that's, that, that is something that deeply concerns me about uh, the next few years. So, Mr. Mayor, if you don't win this race for governor, if you don't win the primary, what's next for you? After I, this? I, I don't deal in hypotheticals like that. Uh, after what do you think is next for you? What do you want to do? Governor. So, with the fundraising Serve numbers the that people a- of the state. With the fundraising numbers that came out, how are you going to adjust your strategy um, for that candidate? Uh, First of all, those were the numbers as of uh, the filing date. And secondly, uh, I'm certainly not going to divulge any strategy. Are you saying Uh, you've raised a lot more since the filing date? I'm not going to answer any questions on strategy. Can you say whether you've put in uh, a lot of your own money? I'm not going to answer those questions, okay? So, so those fundraising numbers showed you sixth among Democratic candidates in the amount raised in the six-month period. It showed you sixth in terms of cash on hand heading into from July 1 going forward. Is that a problem for your campaign in terms of? I'm not going to make any give you any discussion about uh, fundraising except to say that there is a difference between a name recognition poll and the kind of polling that we conducted and I know what our polling says. What, what do you think your legacy as mayor will be? Well, I used to say uh, we built the bike path around Lake Monona for fifty thousand dollars. It has no moving parts, doesn't break down and it provides pleasure and enjoyment to Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people every year. I uh, haven't thought much beyond that. What's your proudest accomplishment? I, mean, you know, I, proudest I, I, accomplishment? I don't know. I'm, I'm still mayor. I'm, I'm, I'm breathing. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Mayor, I know uh, debt service has been a big issue for you, particularly yes. in these past two terms. Do you think the city has done adequate work on controlling the debt service? Well, we've done a far better job since I came back into office, but it certainly doesn't meet the standards, uh, the expectations that the city deserves in regards to uh, its its fiscal responsibility. Um, you know, fifteen, sixteen percent of the operating budget going towards debt service um, is acceptable. I don't think it's acceptable by Madison standards, and I, I wish we were down around 13%. Under 13% ought to be our goal. I'm, I'm pleased that uh, at least the the trajectory that I inherited, which was being close to 20% by now, was not reached. But it is going to be a struggle for the next mayor and hopefully a struggle that the next council will embrace uh, to, to set a goal to stabilize at around 15 16%, and then work our way down to 13%. What's at the top of your list for things to try and get done before you wrap up your time in office? Well, certainly next year's budget goes to the top of the list, and some new initiatives we may see in that budget, which will come out. When that budget comes out. Anything outside of the budget? Any personal accomplishments you want to get done before you're? Well, it will be tied to the budget, but certainly dealing with with violence, substance abuse, all these things related to safety and 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 the health of the people of the community. Uh, those those are the, the highest priorities. Madison still has MMSD, still has some of the worst achievement gaps in the state. What's your advice to the next mayor of how to tackle that issue? Well, I'm not sure in this state that any municipality can tackle that by itself, and it goes to the fact that we don't have decent financial support for our public schools, particularly financial support that is tied to poverty. And, and I would add to that access to the internet. You cannot learn these days without access to the internet. And a cell phone device doesn't cut it. Uh, you've got to be working on a large screen where you can do uh, the research and do the word processing and do, do the reading. Um, we've introduced the out-of-school time uh, program in collaboration with the school district that has led to our discovering the needs of kids in the community and now we're taking steps to bring greater equity. Kids spend over two-thirds of their waking hours outside of the classroom. And uh, we, we, we know about how kids uh, uh, sometimes slip and, and fall back during the summer. These are all critical issues. but. I also think that, that Superintendent Cheatham has done a, a good job. Uh, I think there is sufficient uh, uh, progress that's that's been made. Obviously, there's more that needs to be done. But we, the district, and the community are, are going in the right direction in terms of these kids' education. The other thing that we've done is we've significantly introduced Uh, greater summer job opportunities for the kids of Madison. And one of the things we know is that when a kid has a successful experience in a summer job, it's almost like immunizing that kid for 18 months in regards to their future behavior and their academic performance. Kids with a successful summer job do well that next academic year and I think one of the things that we're learning and we're very proud of is some of these kids are then invited to work part time during the school year and believe it or not when they're forced to be more disciplined in organizing their time their academics improve Do you think this announcement today will help uh, in the primary in terms of just the turnout in Madison? I I don't know. I think what's more important, uh, if we're talking about the primary, is focusing on the shameful and treasonous behavior of President Trump, and that we've got a governor in the state uh, who just can't seem to open his mouth except whenever he, whenever he wants to brag about numbers and how big things are. Uh, that, that, to me, is, is going to have uh, the greatest bearing on on that primary and the general election. Are you confident that you're going to be the next governor? I don't think anyone can say that they're confident in, in answer to a question like that. Um, I know that Scott Walker can't and he's been governor for seven and a half years. What do you think your chances are um, I'll leave that between myself and, uh, and, and my own private speculations. What would you say to voters who might be seeing you leave or not seek re-election for one public office, but seek another public office? Well, what I've been saying since January... Of all the candidates, and that's not just the Democratic primary, but also Scott Walker, I am the one who's got the proven ability as a manager and has the greatest success in terms of universally supplying uh, answers for the issues that people think are important. We're, we're, we're talking about an economic system that simply has not been fair. And it's one that has, uh, it's an economic system that has damaged the lives of very hardworking people who deserve better, they deserve answers, and they deserve uh, an executive who is going to put their expectations ahead of political career. Um, obviously, I have no further ambition than to serve as governor, and I come to that with 22 years as mayor of Madison, 25 years in the private sector, jobs ranging from small businesses to some of the one of the largest corporations in the state, and when you look at uh, what I've done in regards to transportation and being responsible about budgeting, what I've done in terms of affordable housing, all that work um, I was flattered at one point when uh, a high school kid had looked at my campaign platform and then years later uh, looked at the results and said you know you accomplished most everything you wanted to do well it changes while you're in office but uh, you know you take the situation from yesterday in our discussion about um, the county's effort to dump the jurisdiction on maintaining two county highways on us. Um, I know it doesn't sit well in the affected neighborhoods. I know it may cost me votes in that corridor on the east side between Buckeye and Cottage Grove roads, but I am not going to be intimidated. I'm not going to bend. I am going to remain vigilant in doing what is right. And uh, I suppose I might have even better numbers than I've got in a candidacy for governor if I'd made those kinds of compromises over the years. But I couldn't live with myself. Do you think the size of the Democratic field right now is hindering the party's chances come uh, the general election? No, that's eight times as many voices... Uh, exposing the Walker administration and the way uh, Scott Walker's become a, a sock puppet for Donald Trump. The more people hear that and realize how how devastating it's been to this state, uh, the better. You mentioned that you completed a lot of the things you wanted to do. Is there anything you didn't that you wish we had more time and then you hope the next mayor prioritizes I wish we had more data about what's going on in our community and our country so that we could make better decisions. And that gets me into another issue. One of the most horrendous things taking place in this country right now, and again, I'll bring in Scott Walker's name in complicity with the Trump administration, is the fact that we are going to, in a part, defund the 2020 census. It is so important in terms of making decisions, in terms of allocation of resources, that we understand who is living in our communities, who is living in our states, and that we get apportionment right in terms of representation. It's absolutely ludicrous that one political party might get a majority of votes for a legislative body and only get one third of the seats. Uh, there's there's this so we've got to get focused uh, in the next two years on the twenty twenty census and and what it means. And I and, and I would say to the next mayor. Of of all the things that you're going to, uh, of all of all the obligations you you make, which you're probably not prepared for, when you take office, uh, you you better be ready for the census. Would you like to see another man as mayor? Would you like to see a woman? I don't think that's as important as, uh, and. Now, I, I don't think that's as important as the qualities that they bring to the office. Their judgment, their sincerity, their trustworthiness, um, their ability to put the people of the community ahead of their own political security. What will we hear next from your campaign for governor? Will you be doing any paid media, any advertisements, anything like that Well, I invite all of you in the next 45 minutes to pack your gear uh, and meet us at the uh, Art Center in Monroe, where six of the candidates uh, will appear, as usual, since it's not being televised. uh, Tony Evers won't show up, but uh, I think it'll be a real interesting debate tonight. But any word on advertising, any sort of paid media, anything like that? It's coming. What does this do to projects like the public market, Jerry Boyle, Oscar Meyer, those sorts of things? I I think if we get the right mayor, uh, the right leadership, they should uh, continue smoothly. I keep looking at your T-shirt. I just bought uh, a two-volume set of uh, of, uh, uh, Johnny Cash, about two and a half hours of uh, his music, including Folsom Prison Live. Uh, Bought it locally on State Street. There it is. I encourage everybody to go down to B-Side. I rarely endorse a company, but uh, I picked that up along with a three-volume set of the best of, um, oh my God, um, him too. I feel like a lot of us can't picture a retired Paul Sogman Ooh. Well, governor will do just fine. (laughs) I mean, if you're trying to say, what are your plans? My plans are to be the state's next governor. What about 2020? Well, I'd be governor then, wouldn't I? And maybe uh, presidential contender? I I think... uh, now that's 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 enough. <laughs> um, by the way, the, the the three volume set was Ray Charles, so I mean the combination of Ray Charles and Johnny Cash is just perfect. It's a great way of driving around the state. I just want to ask, how old are you, Do <laughs> you want me to say it? <laughs> I don't want to print the wrong the wrong one. Um, he's he's a very young seventy three. Or, as I told somebody else, I am the youngest candidate running for governor. I think you have to explain that. I'm younger than the rest of them. I mean, did any of them? do something like starting block? Did any of them, uh, when Madison was embarrassed by Boulder as being a city for millennials, uh, accomplish what I've done? I mean, why did Zendesk come here? They they came here because they were looking for a city where... uh, the kinds of young people who were being employed in California would find exciting and vibrant. And that gets to another issue. Virtually every county in this state, and of course Dane is an exception, is missing its millennials, its 20-year-olds. Uh, right now, if you take the population of the U.S. and you have a balanced distribution by age, you should have as many 20-year-olds as you have 50-year-olds. And in virtually every county in this state, there are significantly fewer 20-year-olds than there are 50-year-olds, which means that uh, we're losing a generation and their children for two reasons. One is the quality of the jobs, and the other is the quality of the public schools, and that needs to be fixed. Uh, Nobody took the bait when I talked about Scott Walker and the numbers, but I just do want to say that he thinks that, I don't know how many of you took quantitative and qualitative chemistry, but there's a difference between Quantitative measures and quality measures. Um, not that, that quantitative measurements don't at times tell a story. I mean, when you build a thousand units of affordable housing, that really says something. But when you boast about the number of jobs and you're reaching it because most people entering the workforce find that they need to get two jobs, that's not quality. I'm sure a lot of people holding three jobs would be more than happy to work one job at a decent wage rate with health insurance and a pension. Or when you set about the goal of setting record production for milk, someone's got to realize that if there's no market for that milk, you're going to set another record, and that's farm bankruptcies, at least in the western half of the state. So what we need is leadership that points to quality. And that's one of the things that I've tried to do as, as mayor. If you look at, for example, Rethke or some of the housing that we've done, it's far different than the subsidized housing that was produced when we were under some old federal mandates. Uh, which we we now are are free of as long as we can get the tax credits. Uh, If you you look at what we're doing in regards to the millions of dollars the city's investing in the lakes, we're, we're, we're talking about the quality of the lakes, and hopefully in another decade we'll start seeing the results. So I'd better... Is anybody going to Green County with me? Look, invite you all. Uh, I'll drive. I've got my own personal car. It's not the city car, so there's there's no problems there. I, I think you ought to come on down there. It's going to be fun tonight, and you'll probably see some things in the debate that we haven't seen yet. So, All right. Thank you.